0: Here
1: is a question, is meekness the same as weakness? One more time, is meekness the same as weakness? Let's think about that question today in light of the words of Jesus, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. We find that in Matthew 5 and verse 5. First, a thank you to our J-Webb and greetings to everyone. We're thankful that you've joined us for our studies today here on the broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Throughout our broadcast, we're going to study together. We're going to tell you a little bit more about our website and how you can access our website and everything that is there. And then also, uh, your friends here at the International Gospel Hour, we are blessed to offer a home Bible study to each and every individual who desires it absolutely free. Our J-Webb will have more about that as the broadcast goes onward. We once again go toward that wonderful mount, the mount where Jesus spake with authority, and clearly not as the scribes before Him. We see that conclusion in Matthew seven twenty-eight and 29. And that lesson is known as the Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew 5, verses 3 and 4, the first two verses of the Beatitudes granted us the beginning. As one who is poor in spirit is devoid and empty of spirit, and desires help from God, man is such because sin has put him there. Thus, as an individual takes what the Christ has said, one sees that emptiness is there because sin has made one that way. And they mourn and they suffer because of sin, but yet was comforted with the soul-saving message of the gospel in obedience to God's will. Shame is gone and the shackles of sin are released. So from the beginning, we enter the next step of these beatitudes called progress. One who is now under the control of the Christ, and he is a blessed man. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Someone says meek? Uh, meek, you say? Uh, that No more strength? And, and why would I want to inherit something that has brought me such emptiness to begin with? That from my poor in spirit and mourning, I'm improving. Why do I want to inherit something that put me there to start with? Dear friends, we must pause and ask, how is this progress? And it is. We're going to look closer at that in just a moment.
0: But first, our J-Web with some details about our website. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. That's InternationalGospelHour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history. Download our app. Request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, all for you through our website at InternationalGospelHour.com. Let's continue today's study. Dear
1: friends, with meekness, progress is shown in its definition. Now, regrettably, today's definition presents a form of weakness, or to be overly submissive. But make no mistake about it, dear friends, meek does not mean weak. That's far from it. In the original language of the Scriptures, the verb form defines it as to soften, to make gentle, to tame or to make mild. Now, when this is used of animals, it had the meaning of taming, or an idea of a wild animal that was broken and trained to respond to the desires of the trainer or the rider. Meekness, therefore, is a strength that is under control. It is one that is managed well, with boldness and confidence in the Christ, and granting it unto others and telling others. When you think about taming the sin as needed, considering ourselves. Or God has harnessed us. Consider where we are in this beatitude, this section of the beatitudes. Look at our beginning as how we were harnessed from sin, and now we're under the strength and the control of Christ. James one twenty one says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness, and excessive naughtiness or superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. It is simply using our strength in service to God. It allows our strength to be harnessed for good, just like a wild animal. The strength does not change, but the effectiveness does. Now put it all together. When an individual is poor in spirit, devoid and empty of spirit, desires help from God and they've mourned, God gives that answer. He has comforted them. He has helped them. And now he talks about blessed are the meek, or blessed that now the control and the strength that you have that I provide, that I will, if you will, harness you. I will tame and help you and let your strength be more effective. That's the meaning of meekness, dear friends. And, you know, we can even see that in the Scripture. Now, Jesus said that an individual who is blessed is one who is meek with a hardest strength for good. Progress is shown in its definition, and it's also shown in its people. As time permits us, just a couple of biblical examples. Moses was known as the meekest man in all the world, according to Numbers 12 and verse 3. But could you really call Moses weak, one who went before Pharaoh, one who led the children of Israel out of the wilderness, one who sometimes relied upon his strength just a little more? When he struck the rock in Numbers chapter 20, when God told him to speak to the rock and water would come forth, you see, he did not allow his strength to be controlled by God, but yet Moses was known as the meekest man in all the world. Jesus Christ himself was a meek individual. Matthew 11:25, he said, "For I am meek and lowly in heart," and declared that he was meek in Matthew 21 verse five. Now, when you consider that, can we say Jesus was weak? No, dear friends, he had a strength that was harnessed by God. He was God in the flesh and knew of what he had to do. We can't say that any of these individuals were weak. And obviously, dear friends, this is a trait and a characteristic that has to be evident in the life of the Christian. In 1 Timothy 6 and verse 11, we find that we are to follow after meekness to allow God to continue to strengthen us, to uh, harness our strength for His good, and we can get more out of life. It's a trait as a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, verse 23. And in Colossians 3, and verse 12, it is a trait that is to be worn. So to be meek is a clear expression of how God works in one's life. Folks, isn't this a wonderful thought? Isn't this a wonderful study to see that progress and how we can move along? Dear friends, we want to pause here and we want to tell you about our free Bible study course by mail. Here's
0: our J. Webb. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, Click on the Contact tab, And leave us the same information, name, address, and type HOME STUDY in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friends, with meekness, progress is shown in its
1: promise. A promise to inherit the earth. Now, we ask here, is this the literal earth? Well, how did those in the time of Christ understand inherit the earth? Well, they knew of David's similar comment in Psalm 37:11, "But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace." They understood the phrase "earth" to mean what was promised to them, or like the promised land in Judges 18:9 and 10. The phrase "new heaven and new earth" in 2 Peter 3 grants us some thoughts on this matter, as time permits very quickly. It's worthy to note that context of verses five through fourteen of Second Peter three, and this follows the destruction of the present cosmos, and that is the earth, in chapter three and verse ten. Not a revealing of it; it will be destroyed with a great noise of crashing and roaring. That's definitive and decisive. The phrase "burned up" in verse ten of First Peter or Second Peter 3 is the same in Matthew 13 verse 40 concerning the tares, complete and burned up. The word new in this text and the context supports it here in Second Peter 3 does not mean young as compared with old, but rather fresh and never been used. Remember, Jesus declared emphatically, heaven and earth shall pass away, Matthew 24:35. Dear friends, this is the reward of the redeemed in heaven. We learn this from 1 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4. We will be with God according to Matthew 6, and verse 1, and John 14, 2 and 3. And it is one hope that is there for the redeemed, Ephesians 4, and verse 4. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek Him. Your heart shall live forever, Psalm 22:26. The promise unto the meek individual is clear. God will bless us in this life and in the life hereafter. Dear friends, meek does not mean weak, but rather a harnessed strength that makes a difference for God. It is a matter of progress to move onward for the Lord. But we must ask ourselves, are we moving forward or backward? Dear friends, let us move forward in our studies for God. And let's continue our studies another time, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and keep listening. God be with you,
0: still be Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. God